Next up on Talk Zone is Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva. Are you concerned about your job? Concerned about losing it? Concerned about not having the tools needed to reinvent your career or to reposition yourself in the workplace? If the answer to any of these questions is yes, or even if you just want to be a part of the workplace improvement revolution, then join the conversation right now on Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva. Now, here are your hosts, Charlie and Eva. Okay, welcome. A little few technical difficulties this week, but we are here. Um, welcome everyone to Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva. The mission of our show is to use all of our skills, collaborate and make a difference, even as one person. And um, happy holidays. How are you, E? I am great. Thank you. Excellent. Um, yeah, and happy um, belated Thanksgiving to everyone. Yep. Yeah, it is November already. We're just about heading into December. Yep. Um, so real excited. We have um, a really cool guest coming out shortly i'll introduce um in a minute um you know it's funny right we meet all different entrepreneurs authors things that are happening in the workplace small business medium-sized business right um oftentimes more often than not there seems to be one attribute missing in many of um startup companies and businesses and so on, right? And it seems to be how we sell, sell being present, sell, and carry ourselves. Well, that's part of it. But then there's also, there is a lot of techniques behind actually selling, right? And and I've always felt that if you could sell, you could really do just about anything, and it's not that easy. I mean, I don't think it's that easy. Now, I know that Jason will tell me that that's simply not true. <laughs> right. So we, you know, we we have the luxury of meeting so many people. Right. Um, and we always say we I, we've met maybe 99 percent of our guests. And today's guest is no exception. Um, and every once in a while, somebody kind of jumps off at the page as Something different, something unique, mm-hmm. something we all need to take a look at. Right. And, um, you know, that's the plan for today. I'm real excited about it. We just, um, just having a hard time making the connection. Right. right but he's just about to get connected with us. So we're very <laughs> excited to have him on today. <laughs> Excellent. Um, Jason, is that you? Hey, Jason. Hey, Jason. Is that you? How are you? Yes, it hey. is. Excellent. We are um, on the air, and we want to say first, sorry for the hoopla that we had getting you connected, <laughs> but we're glad you're with us, and welcome to Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva. Hi, Jason. Hi, Eva. I'm so happy to be here, and, and uh, thank you so much for having me on to to talk and share my message, and um, let's help some people today. Absolutely. You know, um, while you were connecting, um, I was saying we get lucky here, right? We we get to meet most of the people that we have on as guests. And every once in a while, somebody just – they jump off the page. They're a little bit different than the others. And um, I have to say, Jason, 
you got our attention early on when we uh, first uh, saw you. So we're real excited about um, talking about what you do. So first, take a breath because I know I know it's been hectic the last few minutes. Um, just share with us, you know, who you are, how we can connect with you, and so on, and then we'll go from there. Well, Charlie, first of all, I think that's one of the nicest things anybody's ever said to me, so thank you. <laughs> and I mean that. Um, Charlie, when, when you ask who I am, I've got a question for you on how you'd like to, how you'd like to do this. I can talk about, you know, the, all the high points and the, and the, and all the things that I've done with status and that, that, that helped me get here. But as you know, there, there, there's so many, there's so many things below that and so many people below that, 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 that have, that have led me here. So shall we talk about the highlights and then kind of go into, uh, into linking them? Sure. So I started off, uh, at a, at a young age, um, in the entertainment business, uh, by 11 years old, I was, um, entertaining act, uh, dancing and singing, uh, at Cinderella's Castle's main stage in Walt Disney World, I was wow. a, I was a kid of the kingdom, doing televised events on ABC. Um, then that led to uh, modeling at, at a local level. My mother took me into a modeling agency, um, and then before I knew it, um, I was off as an international model all over Europe, all over Asia. Um, on my second day in Milan, I went to Giorgio Armani's compound. I, I landed a Giorgio Armani campaign for underwear and bathing suits. That led into Calvin Klein underwear and jeans packaging. That's me on many of the boxes and jeans. That's so I, um, not to interrupt. You're having a moment there. Yeah, right? not to interrupt. <laughs> but, um, you know, 11 years old and already, uh, dealing with the pressures of performing, right? right? And I think that was a little foundation that got, you know, that was in there that helped you with everything else. So you went from that. And so basically, so far, um, you're kind of, Selling who you are yourself, right, to the world as your as your career is developing. Well, uh, absolutely, absolutely. And I'm gonna. What I intended to do is I'm gonna jump back a little bit and touch on what you just jumped. What you just touched on. Mm-hmm. At 11 years old, I was um, acting and entertaining, and yes, there was that that pressure on me to perform. Um, from a very young age, um, I was raised by, by my grandparents. They are my mother and father at, at, um, um, through and through. Mm-hmm. My, I'm going to call them my, my, my parents for, for the sake of this uh, conversation because they are. Um, my father was the National Marine of the Year during the Korean War. Hey, hey, hey. And I was raised like a little Marine. 
And, and that, that was really tough growing up. And to give you an example, um, at 11 years old, when I'm playing Pop Warner football, I had remembered we were running laps around the track. And, you know, as you do, as the football team does when they're getting warmed up. And I had come in somewhere in the middle in, in the, in the, in the team running. And he ran out onto the field and he said, you never, ever, ever come in behind third place ever. And he made me take another lap by myself. And from that point on, I never, and I played football all my life through high school. Uh, I never, ever, ever was behind the third position um, in, in just about anything. So growing up, there was a lot of pressure um, to to perform and to um, uh, you know and to come in, in in a top place and and that that is a kind of a foundation for um, myself and then as as we talk and we talk about uh, today only selling and 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 and. and and it's a different type of sales. That's a proven formula that can help a lot of people and does help a lot of people. That kind of all plays into it as well. Yeah. What, what, what's unique that I'm learning. Okay. Is, uh, you can definitely see the discipline. You can definitely see it even when we met. Okay. You can see it in, you know, the cufflinks and the, and everything I'm just saying, right? It's right. attention to detail. Yes. Yeah. You know, sort of like don't ever come in third, don't ever not be prepared, right? Right. Um, what makes you unique is the personality. You know, we, Eva and I, we, we always talk about likability, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and we never really talk about confidence because sometimes we get confused with people. We don't know if it's confidence, arrogance, or ignorance. <laughs> so we leave it off completely and let the people you know, show who they really are. And your likability comes out equal to your, you know, discipline. And I think that balance is what sets you apart, you know? Mm-hmm. Thank you. I, um, I had, I had really good parents. They, they gave me, they instilled a lot of, um, good morals and I had mm-hmm. discipline. So, not to change the subject, but because um, I want to continue, um, where, and I don't mean to be nosy, but where were you growing up at this time when this was happening? Uh, born down in South Florida, Fort Lauderdale, and then we moved up to uh, the Northeast. We were in uh, Southern New Jersey the first part of my life. Mm. Okay, I just wanted to know if maybe um, maybe you tackled me in Pop Warner. Um, <laughs> Back then. Anyway, so um, you somehow got this discipline and this um, hunger to achieve. And there you go. It just it all of a sudden you're in another country. All of a sudden you're uh, a leading model. And, you know, so many people would have stopped right there. And this is not even we didn't even get to how you can help us all right now, right? Well, this is still the early years. Yeah, the super early years. Super early years. You know, there was a time in in my life where, where everything was was golden. Everything was going, 
in such a great way. And one thing was, was leading to the next. Um, so from the entertainment to the modeling international 10 years, it was a wonderful experience. Um, there was so much exposure to, uh, international, uh, cultures and personalities. I, I really learned about the world that way. Um, but after 10 years of living out of a suitcase and, you know, you're constantly in, in the beginning, it may sound, you know, you know, uh, very romantic, but you know, you're in one country for one month and then you're another place for two weeks and you fly off. But the truth is you live that way for 10 years and you live out of a suitcase. You don't have a place to a home base to call your own because you can't get stagnant in, in a certain market. Um, so that's a trade off. And I wouldn't trade any of the, that experience for anything. And, I, and I'm certainly not uh, saying there is anything um, feel feel bad for me. After yeah. 10 years of it, I wanted to improve of what I thought improving was. And I wanted people to see me for more than just um, a, a look at that time. Mm-hmm. And so I made the um, uh, the step to to get real serious about acting. So I went to, to Circle in the Square in New York, which is part of NYU, um, and nine to five to every day. And I and I and I and I started to act and uh, um, came out, did a lot of great did a lot of great things, some national commercials as as um, principal actors, uh, some screen tests, some plays. Um, but that is where things started to change for me. And I was in a bit of a transition. And and I, and I bring this up to to perhaps talk to anybody that's out there that might be going through a transition or have a desire to change. And I was in a transition where things started to get very, very hard uh, for a very long time. And the next thing you know, you're in school, uh, you're out of school, you're a waiter, you're a bartender, mm-hmm. uh, catering, and you, you're starting to get beat up. You know, obviously it was in Manhattan. I had, I had lived on and off in Manhattan for, for 10 years. Uh, paying my dues as an actor. Um, and things started to not work out very well, uh, for me in that transition period mm-hmm. and, um, couch surfing, all of those things. And then somebody called me up out of, out of nowhere and they said, God has put you on my heart and I've got to tell you something. Um, you could, you're in New York. Hilton Hotels is going to be selling timeshare in New York City, and I thought of you. And I said, I don't want to sell anything to anybody. You know, yeah. This was my this is my attitude at the time. I don't want to sell anything to anybody. You gotta you gotta push things on people that they don't really want to you know to earn your to earn your pay. And and um, and I thought about it, and it had a salary. So I decided I was going to take it, but only for six months. Mm-hmm. And that's when things started to begin to change uh, for me after after about a four year transition period. And I for, for those people out there who don't know about timeshare. First of all, let me tell you this as far as doing it as uh, for sales. Nobody needs a timeshare. Nobody goes out. Out looking for a timeshare, 
people are brought in, they're bribed $100 to come and listen for one hour, one hour and a half. And in that one and a half hours, you have to get the sale and you have to get it now. Now, that that might come off as pushy in the beginning, but I can tell you that this this sale, if you if you learn it correctly, and we'll get we'll get there, uh, it can be done with total respect for the other person, total integrity, and and it and and the sale is done while they're on the presentation. Yeah, it's interesting. So you know, imagine working in a career for uh, thirty. 30 years and now all of a sudden you're downsized and you're out of work. Now what do you do? So, you know, your lesson of transition, you know, is going to be helpful in any way, shape or form. Other, you know, it doesn't have to be selling. It's, it's everything, right? Well, I think too what happens is, and just correct me if I'm wrong, Jason, but it sounds like, and it happens to a lot of us, is when you have success in the beginning, and you go to transition, you just expect that success to keep going. And I think it can take a while to figure out that something needs to change because it's not coming back the way it was in the past. Yeah, yeah. And, and that happens, too, in, in people in careers a lot as well. Well, that's right? what I mean, yeah. yeah. Yeah, interesting. I think it was twofold because in the acting and the modeling, you have typically an agent that is doing things for you. They're doing the work. And then you're kind of, you know, things are coming easy. As Eva said, you know, they're coming easy. And then all of a sudden they don't come. And what I realized, quite frankly, at that time is, you know, the secret was very popular back then. So I was doing my positive affirmations and I was envisioning for, for the things to happen and I was waiting for them to happen. And they, and they, they really didn't happen. Um, and what I learned is I had to change and I had to actually learn a skill. I had to really learn a skill. It was wonderful to travel around the world and be able to communicate and connect with people and learn about cultures. But in the marketplace, I didn't, although I might've been a nice person and a, and a, and a good looking guy at the time, I I didn't have a skill that was going to pay me the, those big dollars that I had dreamed about. Right. And and so when you get into sales, um, what what was a, a wonderful part for me on a personal level is you had to go out and ask for what you wanted, and you had to go out and make a point for what you wanted, and. That is something that you take into your daily, daily lives. Hmm. When we See, met, when we met, sorry, you go ahead. I'm saying that is, um, you know, it's sort of like you're channeling your uh, grandparents who came out on the field and said, um, don't be anything uh, less than third. You know, mm-hmm. you're using everything that you learned in your life to make the observation you just made. Right. Oh, now I got to go out there and I have to make a point first. I got to lead with a point in order to get money. So how do I do that? Right. I mean, so you're like you're like going through those observations 
Um, and that's, that's incredible, right? And the other thing is when we get into the next segment, you'll be sharing them with us, but, um, we got about two minutes before the next break. And by the way, I want to, I know it's late here. We got a little caught up. Um, I want to just say that, uh, Jason's website is todayonlyselling.com. Very easy. Mm-hmm. Todayonlyselling.com. You guys got to just check it out. It's like being with him face to face when you go to that website. It's really cool. Okay. So, um, you know, so Jason, in the next minute or so before our first break, what was your first step? I mean, how did you go about making the transition of leading with information to make a sale as opposed to, um, I guess, uh, executing a task that's assigned or something? You know what I mean? Uh, can you say that? Can you say that a different way, Charlie? Yeah. Uh, um, you have to create the words and the and you have to um, generate the interest and the people have to be willing to listen to you and then they have to decide if they want to sell and you're coaching them all along the way. I mean, that was not what you were. So how did you? train yourself what what did you start doing first in order to start making that transition well i think for anybody first you you've you've got to learn the the steps to a sale and um and gain those skills and gain those skill sets and so i was fortunate enough to go to work uh at hilton where i where i took action to say hey i want to change my life I want to try to make something happen. And then I went to learn, uh, learn a skill set and a sales process. And I learned that skills process. I expanded my current capacities in sales, which was just being myself and being a nice guy. And I learned a psychological sales process and I took that and then I took what I learned and I went out and I met these customers. And not only did I take that sales process, but you take your personality, you take your experiences, you take, which for me was the fashion, uh, for me was the acting and connecting with the client in, in an honest way. And then you, and then I coupled it with the sales process. But that sales process again was about getting the business today. Right. And, and I went out and slowly did that daily and I improved and it changed my life almost overnight. So, I mean, we're going to take our first break, um, and I want to also just say todayonlyselling.com, but uh, I want everybody to understand that what we're going to learn about in the next segment was not really Jason's career plan from the early get-go, right? Mm-hmm. He needed to draw on all of his skills in life, put them together, and work as hard as possible and apply everything to this new uh, career – and he struck gold, and that's why he's here to share with us, right? Right. So uh, excellent story. Um, stay with us, Jason. We're going to take our first break, and uh, we'll come back and hear more about Today Only Selling, Corporate Talk and with Charlie Eva and our special guest, Jason Milton. We'll be right back. This is Charlie Lobosco. If you're working on a development project practicing Agile methodologies, this message is for you, regardless of your role on the team. Agile is a faster, smarter, and more efficient way to develop and deliver continuous results. 
If this is not happening in your Agile environment, reach out right now. My Agile coaching and certification training programs empower you with Agile skills that encourage collaboration, increase productivity, and even improve overall team morale. Now that's making a difference. I say, become Agile certified the right way, regardless of your role on the team, and then watch what happens. Reach out right now to charlie at charlieandiva.com and let's continue this conversation. Your future is counting on you. Let's face it, getting noticed at work can be tough. And if you're someone that struggles with anxiety when giving a presentation, voicing your opinion, or sharing your skills with other professionals, it can be even tougher. Hi, I'm Eva Levandusky, and I know how it feels. You have the confidence, yet when all eyes are on you, the fear can kick in. I tried everything from Toastmasters to hypnosis, and nothing helped. But in my search, I uncovered a secret. There was nothing wrong with me. I just needed the right combination of tools and support. So I developed my own program that teaches you how to calm the physical symptoms, stop the negative self-talk, and shows you how to confidently step into the role of leader, regardless of your job title. If you do the work, this program is not only effective, it's fast. So reach out to me at Eva at charlieandeva.com for a free 30-minute consultation. It's your turn to step into the spotlight. 